Welcome to the Stinger Podcast. It is Masters Recap Week. All right. I'm Chuck <laughs> Stevenson. I want to thank Mark for not making slurping beer, slurping his beer during the uh, intro. Appreciate that. Don't edit that out. I, I really tried hard not to ruin the intro this week. Yeah, I usually do. Um, Mark played golf at Davidson, the school of Seth Curry. Or not Seth, Steph. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Sorry was, about that. Remember the school of Seth Curry. I mean, the first I, North, North Carolina, sir. He uh, he was a Liberty. Remember, he was at Liberty. Oh, and, he was. Uh, oh. Yeah, and then he transferred from Liberty to Duke. If you recall, mm. he's he a Dukey ultimately, but that doesn't happen a lot. His first three um, years at Liberty were. But we're not here to talk about the Currys. No. As much as I might love to talk about the elder. No, because if we do, Mark will never shut up. Right. And he's a Cavs fan, so he shouldn't like Steph Curry. So <laughs> that's a whole thing. It has caused a thing with my brothers and I. Matt really hates it. Who hates it more, Matt or Nick? Ooh, I think I Nick has gotten mad at me over it. Yeah. <laughs> like Nick has definitely gotten mad at me over it. Um, Matt has also lost his cool once. I think it was during a time. Uh, yeah. What does your was... brother, what does Nick do when he loses his cool? I mean, I've seen it. He's got mad at me. <laughs> he gets mad at me all the time because I'm annoying. Yeah, grumpy Nick comes out. Yeah, grumpy um, Nick. Yeah. 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 Well, you, hey, Nick, if you're listening. Um, and I know you are. A, a, no, a comment has hit the earth because there's no way you're listening. <laughs> Um, okay, Masters, enough of this hilarity. Um, okay, yeah, we have to be two- serious. It's Masters Recap Week. Exactly. As serious as Jim Nance. <laughs> Who was so annoying this week. Oh, my God. Oh, just, he's getting worse for me, man. What did I, you, you know, find I, particularly annoying about Nance this week? I tell you what, hello, friends. Makes me want to punch myself in the stomach. It, it, it he, it, I think he uses it more and more, and then oh, yeah. he, he does, and then <laughs> he uses it all the time. And then there's ads with "Hello Friends." What was interesting, I um, so I did a little research on this prior to the Masters this week because during the you know during the long time in between Masters, huh. um, and I mean mm. the long time in between 2019 and the 2021 Masters. Um, exactly. I, I rewatched a number of those um, final rounds at the Masters, and it's interesting because um, the earliest that I, can, that I can identify a reference to the phrase, a tradition unlike any other, is mm-hmm. 1986. Oh. And um, and it was uttered by Musburger. It was not oh, okay. uttered by Nance. And so I I was kind of intrigued by this because I had heard that Nance was taking credit for it. And right, um, now, from what I understand, he has explained to uh, Golf Media because apparently they asked him about that phrase earlier this month. And he said that uh, he had made it as sort of an offhand joke about a producer. Um, 
I, and from what I understand, according to him, it was earlier in that year. Um, oh, and from there, they like actually Jim developed. Nance doesn't, Jim Nance doesn't tell jokes. Well, from there, apparently they developed an advertising campaign that referenced the Masters as a tradition unlike any other. So I was not privy to the 1986 advertising campaign, which apparently pushed the phrase uh, tradition unlike any other. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he annoyed me. Well, let's you know what else is that. a tradition unlike any other. What? Uh, Chuck going off on Jim Nance. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> I have some good things to say about CBS coverage, but I, I want to get to the guy who won it. First. Yeah, we'll push coverage takes aside for a little bit. Yeah, cover yeah. take. Yeah, because uh, uh, the Matsuyama. Did you see this one coming in any way? No, I didn't. And no. we're both fans of Hideki, but he hasn't won in a while. 2017. Yeah, that that was that's the crazy thing. I mean, uh, we know he's talented as hell. It's just just the way I've been seeing him putt. I mean, it's not it's not like he didn't miss some putts this week. You know, it's it's um. I just thought it's masters you have to putt like i i could see i could see him like winning a major but i thought it'd be more like a pj championship or something like that we've you discussed know, but, this yeah prior episodes yeah um we have. i think if i recall i might be remembering this wrong i think mm-hmm. i might have offhandedly said something about if he was going to win one it might be augusta because it's the same place every year and That's that true. it could, um, and that for somebody who has putting problems, at least familiarity would help mitigate that somewhat. Um, right. But I mean, I got to tell you what, if, you know, if, if you had Hideki on your, you know, on your, uh, on your bingo board coming into the week, I mean, congratulations to you. Cause I don't think even the, you know, the golf media members who had their 13 picks for the masters, any of them had, had Matsuyama. Um, that's how that's how pathetic those articles were is they didn't even get the guy who won they they'd have like 20 guys to they had one guy had a 15 guys to look out for after the first round <laughs> he couldn't even limit it then <laughs> he's like oh yeah look out for justin rose yeah you would have had him on the look give me a yeah 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 a, hey i think justin rose has a chance this week yeah, exactly. The guy uh, shoots. He's four strokes ahead after in the first round. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, Hideki's I been think... playing fairly well. I mean, yeah. in the sense that he'd been playing good golf. I mean, I he hadn't yeah. exactly been contending. Okay, right. I mean, he hadn't really been part of the story uh, in events recently, but he'd been playing fairly good golf. I mean, we've mentioned a few different times that we had noticed, you know, him appearing in top. 10s top 15s and, and but he was more like a backdoor top 10 like right. kind of show up have a really good sunday kind of thing i mean to give you an idea you probably would have been better off picking kucher coming into the week than you would have of right. masayama you at least had and he did not more of a history no. right and he did not make the cut yeah he did not there were a lot of guys who didn't oh um, we'll talk about them later we'll oh, talk yeah. about them later mark but big uh, list a lot to talk about just those guys I so, I just thought oh go ahead and then I was I just going to ask point. you are you how are you happy about a Hideki win? I'm extremely happy about a Hideki win. I think it's great. And I'll, I'll get political for two seconds, but with all the anti Asian <laughs> BS, 
that's going on in this country, which is yeah, idiotic. It is BS. This this is what yeah. I don't get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that I'm glad that an Asian won, and Hideki's a good dude. He deserved it. This guy was number two in the world. He's super talented. It's a good guy. So yeah, I was I, I was extremely happy with the outcome. That's that's who I was cheering for on Sunday. Quite frankly, that's the guy I wanted to win. And uh, I think it's good for golf. I think it's good when there's you know international winners. And um, I, I think it'd be just good to have him in the mix because he's so he's so freaking talented. It'd be fun to add him to this super talented batch of golfers again. Like that would that would be great. Um, so yeah, I was very happy. I'm assuming you liked it because I, I think we we're all pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, we've talked in the past about our affinity for, in particular, the Japanese mm-hmm. um, storyline. Um, yeah. I got a little frustrated that some people were reducing it down to Asian, and I it's like, no, that's not it. I mean, the you know the idea right. is that, that a Japanese male has never won a major, and, and that's specific. Yes. And, and it's not just sort of making a distinction just to make a distinction. It's because... Japan is the most golf crazy yes. country in the world, you know? They and like so, yeah. And it, it just from an equity standpoint, it felt at some points, one of them should have to win. Um, honestly, I had given up on the idea of, of Hideki being a part of this uh, a, a while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It just, it just didn't seem like, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, the talent was all there, but it just seemed like some of the things that were holding him back were fatal. Um, and they were the sorts of things that, you know, whether it was putting or whether it was, um, you know, I, when I say mental, it means more like a tendency to overthink uh, out on the course. That can really... He, had, he has some big wins, though. You know, oh, yeah, two absolutely. WGC is a memorial. It's pretty good. They're not they're they're not nothing wins. Yeah, you know? like he's he's got some good wins. He was number two in the world. Yeah, I really he, think... yeah, he's played well in Ohio. I'll note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really like the Buckeye State. Yeah, the um, I really think this tournament was won in the third round after the the rain delay. Can we talk about that hour and a half or so? That that was the whole tournament, really. In a weird way, because that gave Hideki a lead that, you know, he could not have a great Sunday and still win. But that was that because some golfers reacted really differently. Hideki went berserk. He was great. Like, is like, great. Slower greens. Awesome. I'm going to attack the pin. I don't have to freak out about rolling a putt 50 feet past. Like, it seemed to invigorate him. Justin Thomas fell apart. Well, at no point during that uh, that run, and I, this is a bit of a mea culpa for me, at no point during that run did I believe that this meant that Hideki was going to win the event. Um, right. I just thought that this was sort of just a sort of unique stretch in the tournament. Um, right. You know, even when it was getting to two strokes and three strokes, I was like, yeah, but, you know. Um, it just, again, I, I'm guilty of, I think, giving up on the storyline. Um, a long time ago. Uh, I will say the shot, his approach shot on 11 was the best shot I saw all week. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, the, the degree of difficulty on that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> is, 
<laughs> you know, to paraphrase Spinal Tap, I mean, we're you can turn that one up to eleven, right? Exactly. That's that's uh, that was an unbelievable shot. Um, I, from what I understand, it was the first shot coming out for him after the after the rain delay, a rain That's delay, which crazy. he spent, yeah, which he spent an hour and a half playing games on his, on his cell phone, which, yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, what which I really is fantastic because yeah. you know that, you know, there were other guys that were not doing that and that were, you know, you know, Bryson wasn't doing that. Right. No, no, Bryson. Um, hey, check yeah. this out. Check, check out this club speed. You're looking at, Hey guys, whatever, check this out. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. But I mean, he, he got on a heater. Right. Yep. And uh, he wrote it and he made big pots mm-hmm. and uh, he did adjust uh, just a little bit better than everyone else did because he did. I saw, And he, <laughs> so the Masters is always it's it's Christmas for bad golf takes. Yep. Right. Because it's the time of year. It's the one event in which there are a lot of sports fans who consider themselves golf fans but only watch the masters every year and right. think that they that means exactly. that they know the game and um right. one of which is tony rizzo who right. noted that you know he he was expressing exasperation that after the rain delay you know mm-hmm. people couldn't nobody could get the the greens right and he was sort of saying you know these are the best golfers in the world how could you not figure that out and mm-hmm. it's pretty easy pretty easy and it could because think of it this way i mean for the last five days they've been they've been working on greens that are rolling at like a 13 14 on the stem right and uh, you know augusta is well reputed to to be the place where you know if if a guy spends you know one of the one of the real secrets about uh, on tours that that these players actually don't spend as much time working on their putting as you might think Right. Um, they spend a lot less. Um, mm-hmm. So if a guy works on his putting, let's say a half hour uh, a day, um, he kicks that up to an hour, an hour and a half every day at Augusta. Right. Um, right. Because it's so critical. The greens are so difficult. Um, but think, I mean, when for five days you've been grooving that particular speed, I, I, mm-hmm. I can testify to this. You can tell your brain that, it's a slower putt. That does not mean that your brain's going to respond and execute a putt with more pace. I can't believe Rizzo has such a stupid ass point. The greens got a lot slower. He's brilliant. I mean, he's such a brilliant guy. I mean, it's rare for him to, you know, to have a stinker out there. So, yeah, I mean, he's, oh. but, but, you know, Hideki adjusted, right? He and, adjusted. Well, and, and he won the, the tournament. And one of the things that he also adjusted, to his, I mean, he not only did he know that uh, he had to put more pace on his uh, on his pots, but he that he could go after these pins, right? Right, and he took advantage of it in the f- five or six holes that he had left. Yep. Yeah, it's fair. That's how it's set up, Tony Rizzo. And then, uh, I mean, but it, the crazy thing was is that you know, let's say I the other I think there's the other turning point of the tournament was Xander hitting the ball in the water at 16 because it looked like he was going to catch him. It did. Um, you know, and two he might have caught him. Yeah, yeah, two strokes there's a big deal. I And, you know, to reference the, you know, the bad take Kapalooza, 
Um, you know, there were, there were a number of people who were saying, I, I can't believe he would, Xander would do that. Why would he just not hit it out to the right? And what I would say in response to that is you, you got to understand exactly how that, how that green plays, because mm-hmm. the problem with hitting it out to the right is what happened with Hideki. Yep. You're just because in no man's land. With that when, if you, if you don't catch it right. Okay, if you catch it just a little bit right of your target or a little long, okay, Mm -hmm. if you don't drop it into, I'm going to make it about a 10, 15 foot um, diameter uh, circle. Mm -hmm. If you don't drop it in that circle, you're on the other side of that hill and that is a 75 to 80% chance of a three putt. Right. And so for Hideki... There's a there's a real chance that he's probably gonna that he's probably gonna make four, right. um, you know. So look, I I've seen, I, look most most guys seem to want to play um, the bowl, right? Where mm-hmm. they you know they 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 yeah. land it, if you know if not whole high, you know something maybe just a few feet past and sort of let it roll down, um, but. I've seen I've seen players go right after that that mm-hmm. pin and have a lot of success. Uh, generally, Patrick Reed goes right after that pin. He's had a lot of success right. there. Um, in fact, I, 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 Tommy Fleetwood had an ace going at nearly the same same pin location earlier in the week. Um, Amazing shot. Yeah, I look. It, what happened there with, with Xander doesn't happen often. I mean, when was right. the last that's time the, you saw a ball in the water there? Well, that's the that's the whole thing that people are calling it a play. It was a mishit. It wasn't a bad strategy. See, He's that's the interesting thing, shot. right? Xander said afterwards, you know, I I hit it, I hit it perfect, and the wind, and and a lot of people, obviously, again, you know, here come the bad takes, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people had a lot of things to say about that. I heard a lot of people criticizing him for how he said all that. I look. Um, I thought he caught it heavy. Yeah, I did too. Um, I, I mean, just thought he caught it heavy. Frank, yeah. when he hit it, I very nearly texted you before it even dropped it, dropped and mm-hmm. said, Oh, that was heavy. Um, yeah. I, but you know, I was courageous enough to text you afterwards when I say, I thought he caught it heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Go, yeah. Post, but it, it sounded heavy. Um, it just looked heavy. It looked like he didn't really catch it, but you know, look, I, I might be wrong. He might've hit it exactly the way he wanted. Um, yeah, but it, the, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day. Um, so I guess what I, you know, one of what, what's one of the things I say all the time, Let, let's get some water in these courses and then we don't have to worry about Bryson proofing it's Bryson proofed. Well, I mean, look at the whole reason why 16 mattered was because of 15. Right. Right. Because uh, Hideki went in the drink there. Right. Which, you know, again, in terms of the bad takes, I mean, heard a number of people saying, why would you go after that? See, that's the interesting thing about 15. Okay. Yeah. 15 is one of is 15 is one of the most legendary par fives in the world for a number of reasons. One of which is that it doesn't make one of which is that the decision about whether to lay up is not nearly as simple as right. it is for other holes, because if you're going to lay up, okay, you got to realize that you're laying up to a downhill lie. Yeah. It's um, not a great layup. 
Right. With, you know, a part of the fairway that can get a little soft. When it gets a little soft, you can easily go right under it. Okay. Yeah. Um, similar to what we saw with uh, uh, Molinari in 2019. Okay. Yeah. Go right under it. Oh, go right that into was, water. Yeah. That was the shot. Plus, you know, look, I, you, I mean, you need to get the distance right on that wedge no matter what, because if you put just a little bit too much spin on it, mm-hmm. you can yep. be tw- 20 feet deep into the, to the green and still end up in the water. Right. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not nearly as simple a decision as everyone likes to make it out to be. Look, he was, I mean, there was probably a little bit of adrenaline in that. He caught it really good. Um, well, other, other, other approaches there were, were, were holding. Um, his well, didn't. I, I mean, it well, was, I just, yeah. I mean, it, was, it was like, it was more of a trampoline effect. And look, I mean, I, but he played it exactly mm. the way he should. I mean, Faldo was dead on right there. As right. you know, as you know, as Hideki was trying to figure out what yeah. to do, he's like, "Look, he's like, just you know, somewhere right around exactly where Hideki ended up." He said, "Just that would be great. Just try to get a six. You're going to be fine." Um, and he was right. All right? Yeah. No, that was the whole thing. Well, the other thing too is I, I love these takes where they think the golfer gets the exact yardage he wants on every shot. That would be amazing, but that's not the thing. It's not like Hideki <laughs> said, "Okay, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do." Right. Hit a, you're gonna hit it. It's gonna pop past the green and go in the hole. Trust me. Watch this. So I don't understand that. But well, think about um, this, right? If he backs off on that, you know, just a little bit, mm-hmm. right? If he if he tries to land that shot twenty feet shorter, mm-hmm. he's bringing the water in the front into play. I mean, that's yeah, one of the. I mean, that's one of the beautiful things about that hole. I mean, I mean, that hole's so dramatic for any of a number of reasons, but one of which is that. That approach is not nearly as simple as it looks, even when it's a short iron. You know, which is hey, one reason are- why, which is one reason why, you know, if they ever decide to lengthen that hole, I don't know that, I don't know that you're really going to see. I don't know that it's really worth it, yeah. uh, because it still has. Yeah, you, know, you remember we yeah. we were we were um, uh, look, we saw that uh, quote from yeah. Finau's caddy early in the week about. You know, yeah. look, people go crazy for for eagles and birdies out there. They're you know, you don't hear the right. crowd go insane for a twenty foot right. pot, right? Right. Well, um, yeah, and just to USGA, you notice how the water worked way better than your crap. I'm just saying, <laughs> God Almighty. Okay, so yeah, and then you know, Hideki wins with the plus three in the final five holes. That's got to be pretty rare. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it probably is, but look, I mean, when he, I'm not like going, you're a choker. It just he was. No, he I mean, you know, he, I mean, well, he, he, well, when when Xander, so what's amazing is that Xander even made this uh, a race again because right. he looked done after the fifth hole, right? And um, you know, it looked like because he started out well, but. Three, four, or five. Um, he, I mean, it really hit him hard, and uh, you know, yeah, he looked like he was done. And mm-hmm. you know, then I mean, here, I mean, here's one of the interesting footnotes. He nearly eagled three in a row. I mean, he misses a ten yes. footer for eagle on thirteen, a, a, yeah. a, a makeable ten footer for right. eagle on thirteen. He nearly knocks it in on fourteen. I mean, he right. was inches away from knocking it in on fourteen. And then fifteen, that bunker shot was inches away from going in, right? right? So you know, imagine that a guy go eagle, 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 right there, right? 
I mean, how legendary would that have been, right? That would have been, um, been good. To give you an idea, it would have been a tie ball game going to 16. Wow. Right? Um, you know, the fact that he even came back, because he was, to be frank, really, you know, we'll, we'll get to Zalatoris here in a second, but to be frank, he was the only one who, on the back nine, made any really sort of charge at all. Yeah, no, that was it. it was Which was weird... stunning to me. That was stunning yeah. to me. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a weird final day. It was I'd a weird that, final day. Yeah, that day, that first, the first day was really weird too. That was kind of a bloodbath. First day was a bloodbath, which made Rose's round all the more incredible. Yeah, Rose getting the best that's round. A, probably that, the that's a top five round you'll ever see. That's yeah, that was a, one of the best. I don't know rounds how he did it. See. I have no idea. There, there was really good golfers that got their ass kicked that day. Yeah. Uh, um. So, okay, so here's here's the first question. The uh Hideki's future. This oh, uh, uh, this is the this is the million dollar question. I don't I say he does not win another major, but I think we'll see an uptick in his play. I think he gets you know, he's 14 now. I could get see him getting back in the top 10. Um it's still there's stuff about his game that scares me about winning another major between the putting and a little shaky that final round at the end, and um, but I I think we'll see an uptick in this play. I think we'll see Hideki pushing the top ten again. We got the monkey off his back. Yes, right. Um, I mean, it, it it really feels like he could go one of two ways. I mean, this could either be the springboard to something very big, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, this is, this might also be it. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I, it's one of these things that when we talk about how many majors certain players will uh, will win in, over the course of their lifetimes, I, I like to, to point out, well, remember, it's hard to win a major. <laughs> it's really hard. Um, you know, Hot take high. Right, right. I mean, it's easy to su- suppose that, you know, everybody's going to, um, I, 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 yeah, some of the hot takes about, about what you're supposed about how you win majors and what you're supposed to do on Sunday at a major is just insane. It's pretty um, yeah, it's pretty hard. You play better golf than everybody. It's that's really my hot take on it. I mean, I you know, and you don't even need I the th- one of the things that sort of always surprises me about majors is how many people just completely misremember the people who win majors. I, everybody believes yep. that majors are won from behind somehow. And somebody yep. comes from behind. I, when they're never one from behind. Um, no, there's a you guy know, in fact, I think that uh, um, Hideki's win made it now what twenty six of the last thirty one um, winners have come from the last group. Yes. at Augusta, which is insane. Yeah, um, that never happens. But it just goes to show you that you know, look, all of Tiger's major wins, with one exception, came from when he was in the lead. Yep. You know, he never came from behind. Right. So yeah. I, I mean, to answer the question, um, I mean, it's hard for me to say that this is a big springboard. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I it, it's tough. I had a tough time seeing him, seeing him win one major, much less more. Yeah. And that wasn't a commentary on his talent. Just it didn't feel like it was ever coming together. Uh, and yeah. it felt like, the the generation, quote unquote, but the guys who were five, six, seven years younger than him, yeah, were passing him by, right. 
Um, it just gets harder from there. So I'm really I, curious to see what he, how he does in the next tournament, whatever it is. I don't major, no major. I'm really curious. Boy, um, that'll let's be see. I mean, it, it would have to be have to be Kiowa, right? Probably. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, you know, I I don't see him playing well, Zurich. Is that in between? Well, it's RBC this week, and then the Zurich, and then... Oh, uh, I didn't realize your favorite event was coming up so quickly. Yeah, we got to come up with a topic next week, because I'm not previewing that piece of crap. Um, uh, yeah, so, okay, so I'm going to get to the next thing. We're already at 28 minutes. So he's back. he's not playing the Zurich, okay? I, I no, he's not playing the Zurich, because he's too... That's really clear. Yeah, and yeah, he shouldn't play the Zurich. It's a stupid event. The PGA might be his next time we see him. Wow, yeah. that would be something. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is this this is the guy I almost think is more puzzling than Hideki is Xander Shoffley. <laughs> I go back and forth between he's never going to win a major or he's going to win six. <laughs> he'll win. He'll, he will be a major winner. Okay. Yeah, I just, there's right. no way in, like, he literally is the guy that contends at every major. This is, he's incredible. Well, with this it's, top 10, he now has, he coming into this week, exactly half of his majors were top 10s. So he has now broken beyond the 50% mark. So he's probably going to win two majors in one year. Seriously. Xander. I'm I'm less concerned about. I mean, I, look, you you don't win one event and people start openly wondering whether or not you're a choker. It's stupid. I don't think it's um, a choker. I just this is more no, like. Wow. I, to be frank with you, I think it's like the it's the sport debate culture that has now infected yeah. um, golf because you know. To be frank with you, we didn't have these conversations before. We did, um, and now and we don't. And we don't on this show. On this show, we deal with facts and truth. And we every week we're watching, Mark. That's right. Every well, week. Well, now you losers show up, and and you show up. You think you know everything? Talk to an expert. If you're heart, if you're having a heart attack, do you go to a plumber? You idiots. Sorry. No, you were in a mood coming in. I was in a mood, and I'm just like, it's just everyone's an expert now in this country on everything. Everything. This is unbelievable. I think I think Xander's taking the right approach to all this. Um, you know, really, when you contend in a major and you don't win, it can go one of two ways. You can you can mm. be despondent about it, or you can collect information, right? And you can say, mm. "This will make me a better." player for the next time around uh look i i was concerned about xander after scottsdale um i just mm-hmm. saw a little bit of i won't call it a meltdown but a little bit of a mental um mm-hmm. block that he was going through that i hadn't seen before with him um mm-hmm. uh, i i was happy to see him contending this week and i yeah. you know to be frank with you i think what he did what he did at 13 14 15 is just as important as what he did at 16. Um, I think it's more important. I think he had 16, to fight hard yeah. to get there. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's more important because look, and if he catches that if he catches that tee shot like two grooves lower, yeah, on the club face, you realize he's in there snug 
And yep. uh, and Hideki is facing a 30-footer with the possibility that he may lose his lead going to 17. That could be a two-shot swing. Yeah, because his shot was on a pretty good line, Sanders. It just went too far. Yeah, the line was fine. Uh, yeah. I don't. I have no issue with the decision. I, you know, I these people who say we should play out to the right. I, so wait, you're telling me this guy has birdied the last three in a row, nearly eagled the last three in a row. Now you want right. him to play it safe when he's two shots back with three to go? And yeah, I, in, in know, one of I, the worst areas to play safe, where you're you're putting sixty feet over mounds and stuff. That's yeah, the thing that drives it's, me nuts. It's, it's yeah. like they're. It's how safe is it if you have a pretty good chance to three putt and it's a master screen. So that thing is flying. So it's really tough to judge. I mean, it is, if you're 50 feet away from a master's hole, Oh, that's tough. I'll tell you this. I'm not, I'm not at all concerned about Xander. Um, No, he's going to win stuff. He's definitely going to win. You know, I, 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 he continues to contend. Um, And that matters. That really matters. Um, and yeah. look, his game is fantastic. Uh, he's still a great he's, putter. Um, has a lot of confidence off the tee. Um, he's a fifth in the world, people who don't follow golf of him this week, just so you know. To be frank, it feels like a great time to buy Xander Stock. Cause it, I cause would think so. For a guy who you know finished top five in a major, there's so many people who are down on him at the moment. I as far as I'm concerned, buy it. Have to check I'll those PGA odds. Man. Yeah, check those um, PGA Championship odds. Okay, the other guy is John Rahm, who played great all week, especially Sunday. Oh my god, he went nuts on Sunday. Um, that's the other guy. You're like, he's he's got to he's gonna win a major soon. He's just so damn good. It's ridiculous. He's got a lot of confidence at Augusta. Yeah, he looked. Um, yeah. I mean, I just think record, he just didn't yeah. have that break round. He, he, that first day, he it's not like he did bad the first day, but um, that hurt him. I think if he had a better first day, I think he's... One of the hidden things is you got to get the right draw, too. Um, yeah. So if the weather rolls in at a particular mm-hmm. time, you can basically eliminate half the field. Right. Um, it's like the British Open. Yeah, I mean, the he got it off to a bit of a slow start. To be frank, he, his his yeah. mind wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know. By the way, did you know he had a child this week? I, I don't do know. know. They, they never mentioned it on the on the broadcast. I don't know why. Um, yeah, but because <laughs> you know, he's from another country and it's Jim Nance anyway. I, I mean, uh, I, but you know. <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, he, I need a I need to drop the uh, Jim Nance. Sucks <laughs> or hello friends i need that drop oh God, that would be fantastic yeah um, hello friends this hello is the friends. stinger podcast oh you check it oh did i send you the uh um the bingo board the jim nance bingo board for the masters yes yes you oh, did that's fantastic that was very, yeah. fun. That was very yeah. funny um I the whole board um yes yeah, so uh you know what and then Let's talk about the guy who tied for second. I'm not tied. He was only second, only in second. Now, there's this uh, golf expert I know that they did this one really great podcast, did this about a month ago. They did a who do you see as a top 10 in 2024, like top 10 golfers in the world. And this guy, you can't believe how great this guy was, Mark. 
He had Zalatoris number 10 That's in right. the world. That's right. Right. And he was like, yeah, this might be a crazy pick, but I'm doing Will Zalatoris. And you said, you're an idiot. No, I actually said it was pretty good pick. I did say but, that you were an idiot. Yeah, yeah no, but uh, I think I think this dude's going to take off. Like, I think I think this is Karnak, a no-brainer. Man, you, yeah. you deserve <laughs> it in that one. That dude is that dude's really good. Holy mackerel! I mean, he's got you know. There's some there's some stuff that everybody obviously sort of uh, gloms onto, right? You know, he's mm-hmm. got that. We'll we'll call, be generous and call it a wiry frame. Right. Um, <laughs> Vance uh, loves Alatoris. That that he yeah. that and Spieth are his two boys. Um, you know, one thing, one thing Daniel Torres does have is he, he definitely, I, and people really, I think made too much of this quote during the week, but I, I, I'm, I'm glad to see he sort of feels this way. The whole, if I'm stupid enough to believe that I can actually be here, I'm stupid enough to believe I can win it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's sort of a, a stupid confidence sort of thing, but yeah, you know, I got to tell you what, um, he never really showed anything um, on Saturday or Sunday that made me believe that he was feeling the moment. Um, he was smiling sort of a fair amount, actually. Yeah, he's got he's got a nice little um, approach to all this. I, you know, yeah. I don't know that I can enunciate exactly what his approach is, but um, he he kept his cool. Um, seemed fairly resilient. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, he's, he, I mean, I, I, he's smart in copying web, you know, trying to, you know, adapt yeah, the things think. that web have done, the web's done. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, I, it means that, you know, he seems, he seems like a engaging kid. Um, yeah. He's a really good kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think there's, I mean, I look the number we've talked about this before, but you know, if you believe that, was Al Torres came out of nowhere. I mean, then really, you yeah, you're not because yeah, I've been listening to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, he's been there for yeah. a while. I mean, I, now granted, he hasn't won, and he doesn't have. Mm-hmm. I believe he still doesn't have official status. Um, but that's crazy because his his results the last six months have been great. You know the status things between him and Popov. I mean, I it's so these, stupid. This is so stupid. You know, and I, but I mean, literally, you win five events. Basically, you get lifetime exemptions on tour. I mean, that's why like Dickie Pride keeps getting you know the right you know invites every week. Right? Is Dickie um, Pride in the? I, I, you know, the RBC field was almost was pretty it's, good. So it's it wasn't better that than you same. think. It's a better yeah, field no, than you we'll, think. We'll yeah. talk about that later. It's actually a pretty yeah. good field. Um, because um, a lot of the European guys don't want to go home yet, and. I think uh, a few of the guys believe that this might be sort of soft prep for P- for the PGA. Oh, well, there um, you go. Because yeah. you know um, it's it's gonna it's gonna play in certain ways similar to Kiowa. Um, now Kiowa is a little bit more windswept. Okay, the the you know, Kiowa is more open to the elements than Harbortown is, but. Um, mm. Look, you can't practice on that on those grains enough. I mean, it's just a different. I mean, if right. there's one thing I could say that that maybe the somebody who doesn't play avidly maybe doesn't appreciate is how different the greens putt in different parts of the country. Right. Um, 
you know, and it just takes time. It just takes time to, to sort of get used to that. Yes. No, I agree. Um, so I'm going to talk about two dudes, one who I thought got too much heat for what he did and one <laughs> who didn't get enough heat okay. for being a jackass. <laughs> I get it. Siwoo Kim broke his putter. It wasn't a smart thing to do. Okay. <laughs> it's just, uh, okay. I'm sure he thinks he's an idiot for doing it too, but just relax. It happens. He didn't, it was, uh, wasn't like he was smashing smashing it over a like a bag or something. He was he wasn't smart, but he was just pushing it down angrily on the thing, and the shaft broke. And just it happens. And actually, the guy the guy parred out with his freaking fairway wood as a yeah, butter. That's 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 pretty impressive, especially on those yeah, greens. Yeah, that takes some time. Now, I will say this: um, mm-hmm. you know, when that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it forces your brain to concentrate in a different way. Right. Right. Because you're really focusing not just on speed, but on solid contact. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I've heard actually s- some teachers believe that, you know, um, for example, putting with a bellied wedge can, mm-hmm. there are benefits to it. Not that it's something mm-hmm. that you would regularly do, mm-hmm. but occasionally doing it forces your brain into a different mode of thinking that reconnects with the desire to want to make good contact, good solid contact. In fact, one of the best putting days I've had in the last two years, I, you know, look, your, your swing thoughts and your putting thoughts change regularly. Anybody who tells Mm -hmm. you they've got the same swing thought forever is lying. Um, I have the same swing thought, swing, (laughs) swing thoughts have a half life, right? No, call me a liar. You're a liar. Call me a liar. You're a liar. I, I've, no, I have diff- No, I do have one swing thought. My swing sucks. Put it That's in my hole. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that day, my my two swing thoughts with my my putter were simply to focus on speed and just to focus on making good contact. And that right. should seem like something fairly simple with uh, with the putter, but I, I'm, Dave Peltz focuses on that insanely to the point that. That if you go to a school, he'll give you these little cl- clips mm-hmm. that will put on your face, on the face of your putter, that will force you to strike the strike the ball in the exact center of the club face. And if you don't, the ball will go, you know, flipping off to the side or whatever, right? Right. Um, and heck, I think that day I had like twelve one punts. It was just, I mean, everything. Jeez. Um, Dang. Yeah. I mean, so you know. Anyway, I, I mean, and one of them break. was from the T, right? Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> um, clubs break. Of course, I mean yeah, no big, I mean no big deal. Um, There's no big deal, but everyone yeah. was freaking out. Um, and then the guy, and then and then we're gonna get to the dudes who didn't make the cut. I wish this guy didn't make the cut, but <laughs> I know where you're going. You know where this is going. Is is what is it about Bryson <laughs> that he needs attention? so badly i've never ever Uh, seen a golfer this desperate for attention it's not a sport that lends itself to that to that personality but i almost feel like he likes to win yeah he he likes to win he wants to be this best golfer in the world he also wants to be mr instagram like this is the hot take i don't get he's so annoying and he's such a jackass on the course 
this stupid look he, he makes when he misses a putt. I mean, Spieth can be petulant and it's annoying, but it's fine. It's just emotion. Bryson, it's just like, I figured this out. I don't understand. Oh, he's so, he is so annoying. Oh, God almighty. I'd rather watch Patrick Reed any day, all day, other than this jerk, jerk brain. What's your thoughts? I mean, you <laughs> saw the, you sent face. me, you, 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 you sent me the video of him doing that whack ass swing in front of VJ Singh. <laughs> What's lame? Guys won 35 tournaments. Got overplayed. To... Yeah, that got overplayed. Just, but, oh, God. Oh I mean, I look, I, I, I do actually know what he was trying to do with that that drill. Um, it is a drill that he was doing. And, Whatever. Um, no, I mean, I know. I mean, I, I, and that's not to, that's not to excuse it. I, I do know mm-hmm. that that's basically part of the overswinging idea. So, um, right. I, 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 I don't know exactly how far back this goes, but within the past 10 years, at least it, there's been real, a lot more attention, popular attention paid to this idea of overswinging where, mm-hmm. you know, you, you know, you work on, you know, basically just trying to hit it as far as you possibly can and overswinging mm-hmm. to the point that it somehow increases your swing speed. And I think we've all played around with it a little bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I I have a lot to say about Bryson. Um, okay. Uh, does he do Does he do jackass drills like oh like every day? Like I'm gonna <laughs> act like a jackass, so I'm, when I get to the big tournament, I can act um, like a insecure attention whore. So, so we're okay for do I have to do the explicit? Well, with regard to his mentality, um, you know, one thing I. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I get a little sick of the idea that every day that a round doesn't go well, you know, he gets Mm -hmm. in front of the cameras and for 20 minutes tries to explain to you everything that went wrong. Um, It could possibly, no, this was going, and and I, you know, I I wasn't doing this right. And I, it's, and, you know, and he's on the verge of tears. Right. And I, um, Man, to me, that doesn't mean you're competitive, okay? That you're not showing your competitive side. You're showing you're immature, man. It's yeah. okay to just be like, you know what? I didn't have it today. You you yep. can allow yourself a bad round, but see, here's the thing: if you're mm-hmm. telling everybody you've standardized the sport to the point that you've figured it out, right? right. Um, then there's no room for a bad day. Yep. Because allegedly standardizing the sport takes those bad days out right, right? and um it it i i i would i would love it so much more if he just like you know i just didn't execute this is a bad day it's never happening of course right it's never happening you know, it's, 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 it's just right um another thing i noticed is that he does something that actually you'll never see from speed okay mm-hmm. um uh, and certain players are like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bryson is definitely not the only one, mm-hmm. but um, Bryson will give up on a round quick. Yes. He will give up on a round quick. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that he needs a good start, but if mm-hmm. he has a bad start, he'll give up on the round. Um, yeah. I, one thing, one thing about Spieth, man, that guy never gives up on a round. Ever. No, no, he, Ever. uh, yeah, 
that I, I man, I, I mean, I gotta admit that guy never gives up and around. Um, you know, and so here's the thing. Here's the part of the Augusta puzzle that's going to be difficult for him to, okay. you know, figure out because I, you know, he was using this language about, well, this is my my greatest challenge. It's like, like oh, God, like, okay, right. like I. Sure. All right. I, 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 I don't know exactly how to respond to that, but just look, man, you've won one major. Okay. Like you're not, you're not all that yet. Okay. Just come on. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, um, what, where he's going to have problems is, and I was trying to, I was trying to explain this analogy to my father earlier, earlier tonight. And I admit it's not, it's an imperfect analogy. And, one of the reasons why I tried to explain it to my father, because he actually has a little bit of experience in this. Um, he, he, you know, the idea that when um, a pilot is flying um, through, you know, basically at night um, and is disoriented and mm-hmm. um, maybe there's turbulence and yeah. there's just rough air, um, <laughs> you know, the, the fallback is always trust your instruments. Right. right. Trust your instruments. Right. Hmm. Um, Bryson feels like a guy who can't fly without his instruments. Right. Okay. So, um, and the biggest reason why I point this out is because I, you know, Augusta is the only one that doesn't allow you a green book. Yep. That's true. And um, Bryson putted horribly this week. Yeah, he was garbage. And he, I don't he, think it's just the greens, okay? Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think I, he. I, I don't think he's got a lot of feel. And a yeah, lot of he doesn't. Sense, he, yeah. You know, because I mean, just watch some of those videos of his routine. He will look at that green book three different times, and when he's picking out a line, he's doing it mm-hmm. based on a calculation, based on the degree of break based on um, the stimp meter rating, based oh, yeah. on the length of the putt that, you know, and part of this equation spits out, you know, nine inches to the right. And, you know, when you have a green book that tells you all that information, that helps, right? right. But when you're someplace that you've got to come up with all that on your own, you're going to have problems. So, I mean, to give you just an idea, he had five three putts this week. Yeah, he was terrible. He, he, didn't, he didn't look well, confident on the greens at all. We had he five looked... three putts this week. He's had 20 the entire season. Wow. Right? So yeah, a quarter he's, he's of them been... came from one event already. Yeah, because when he's on, he's a pretty good putter. So um... Right, but he clearly, he putted like he had no idea where the ball was going. This no, it was, it was because painful he did. to watch unless you were me and you wanted, didn't want to do well, and it was great to watch him. Well, and then play. here's the thing. So... Um, you know, at Augusta, they're never going to let those in. Nope. All right. And the tour has, there's been discussions. I don't know exactly how serious it is, but there's been discussions about getting rid of them for the rest of the events too. That's fine. Um, if they want to do it, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to, I, it's not the biggest issue in the world to me, but mm-hmm. if, I mean, if, however they want to go, I don't really care. If it makes Bryson a crappy player, I'm all for it. You know, but you know, We've mentioned the fact that, you know, he relies on these and that there would be a transition if they ever took them away. Here's the transition. Okay. This is where, this is where it is. Right. It's part of the reason why 
it's difficult to win your first time at Augusta. Right. Because you need you need a sense of how those greens how those greens roll. Well, right? that's why I gotta I gotta get in the field because I'm running out of time. Yeah, why aren't you doing that? I mean, we've we you, know, we've talk, you, you keep you keep bringing it up every year. Why don't you make this the year that you actually do it? Someday I'm gonna do it. Someday I'm gonna do it. You keep saying you're just gonna register for the event. I just, Mark, it's the time. Will you play the Zurich with me? I will pay your application fee. I mean, oh come my on. god. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, what is it? Ten bucks? Twenty bucks? Yeah. Well, it's like it's like uh, colleges. They don't always take the highest grade points. Sometimes it's what you do extracurricular, and they might go, "You're a terrible golfer," but you know, you good in the community, and you know, you're a leader. Uh, you know, we'll take it. Plus, there's some bad karma, right? I mean, Bryson got some bad karma by, you know, I mean, calling Augusta a par sixty-seven for him. Like, come. on on man i it you know it reminded me of uh, last night anthony edwards got a lot of hell for mm-hmm. saying that he had no, he had no idea who arod was or i don't know if he right. got hell i think actually a lot of people thought that that was really funny and, yeah. and somehow honest and real and i thought to myself man i know you feel like you're a big deal i know you feel like you're a big deal you were the number one pick in the nba draft i know but man this guy is a billionaire who's a hall of famer, a legendary right. player in his sport, man. I like, like, you know, if you're going to say something like that, you better have a hall of fame career because if not, <laughs> anytime you're released and traded, they're going to play that clip over and over and over right. again. Right. It's bad karma. Okay. Like, like you don't disrespect the game if you haven't accomplished anything. Right. And I think up until like, basically a month ago, I mean, it was the first time Anthony Edwards was starting to break like 20 points in a game. Right. right. And that's on a bad team. So, Horrible you know, team. look, I, the, the idea is that I, I truly believe you don't, you don't, you don't ever act like you're bigger than the game. Even after, even when you've had 15 majors, he I mean, wants I mean, to be bigger. have he you ever, be... have you ever seen Tiger say that he's figured out the game? No. Well, he Never. wants to be, he wants to be bigger than the game. The, that that's his goal. He well, wants. See, to... Isn't it? It's interesting. Tiger always recognizes he can be better. Okay. Um, Bryson likes to do the whole. Well, you know, I, if this is always about constantly getting better and all this sort of stuff, but it's performative. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's it's not. I mean, I, with Tiger, it wasn't performative. I mean, he wasn't doing massive swing changes because he wanted you to see he was always trying to get better he was literally just trying to get better because right. he knew this was a mm-hmm. game that was always changing right um so there you go um yeah i, don't know. I could go on for we, we we could do a bryson cast someday let's talk about that there's a bunch of stuff i'd love to get out about bryson someday um we're gonna talk uh our last two segments are gonna be the talk about the golfers didn't make the cut and then we'll we'll do a tiny bit on the telecast and we'll do quick We'll go over the uh, the bets, how we did, and then we'll do little previews, and, and then we're out of here, people. Um, uh, this because is a, the clock's hitting five, exactly. Five <laughs> and you know what Mama does when the clock hits five, exactly. Yep. Uh, so here's a here's a all star group that didn't make the cut: Brooks Kepka, Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantlay. DJ, Sanjay, 
Wolf DQ'd, even though he was going to miss it anyway. I don't know what's up with that guy. And I, there was a lot of discussion about the Wolf DQ. Jeez. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> Tony Rizzo was very bothered by the by the Wolf DQ. Um, bothered then, again, by here, what? Here are the here are the bad takes. Right, the bad takes come out about mm. how somehow this means that golf's rules are antiquated. Right. And uh, no, man. Look, he signed. Uh, here's what he did. I mean, here's what he look. I I don't know this for a fact, but I kind of mm-hmm. know this for a fact. I here's mm-hmm. what he did. He was he knew he was missing the cut. Okay, he was frustrated. He just signed whatever the the card said, and the guy who was keeping his score thought that he had a three instead of a four. And wow. you know, when you're playing an event, you know you you know, with that's paying attention to <laughs> that has video of every one of your mm-hmm. shots, they're going to know that you signed for three and not a four. Right. The The thing about Wolf is, I mean, he, he's not cheating. He's just, he's just showing some signs of immaturity. Okay. Right. This is, this is the latest in a, in sort of a string of some of those, but yeah, it's, it's nothing bigger than to be frank with you. He probably just signed it and wanted to get the hell out of there. Probably. You probably have been like, just uh, I'll put a million. I'm just. I'm I've just... seen guys DQ'd for that, and uh, in, in, in so in the past, it used to be that let's say you actually got a four in a hole, but you signed for a five. In the past, you'd be DQ'd for that too. Mm-hmm. But they've since liberalized the rule to say that if you got a four in the hole and you signed for a five, you get a five, and you get a penalty, like a two-stroke penalty now. Right. Um. Oh. I don't love this rule. I just don't care enough to be passionate about it. Like I, I don't, I don't love the the scorecard thing. But I'm more whatever. pissed off about what happened with Answer. But that's yeah. part of my larger. You should never be able to call one in. Yep. No, that's the new. Ugh, just hate that. If it wasn't, if it wasn't visible with the naked eye, I, I don't know, man. But you, you got me. Um. We thought Brooks Koepka would have a great week. He, he, I did. I clearly underestimated how how <laughs> how much that injury was going to affect him. Um, he just didn't. Yeah, he just was not physically ready to play. Oh, did you see after the second round um, when somebody asked Brooks and he used an expletive to talk about how pissed off he was? And Brandel, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Brandel's been... Randall's been better lately, but then he went to the pearl clutching about it. Oh, oh my goodness. Randall. He, I mean, he did the idiot. whole, I don't think that Bobby Jones would have liked that. Do you oh, think that, you know, and what he, is and his problem with Kepka? Do, he was doing the whole, I don't think Bobby Jones would have been proud about that. And, and you can see he sort of turned to to um, um, to uh, Justin Leonard, right, on the set, you know, as if to be like, hey, like, I mean, support on this and you know and Leonard never gets into that stuff he's like he's like well he was mad <laughs> and he, yeah, he exactly. move on right um right you know look I one of the best things I, I heard coming into the week about Augusta National was there are guys who play great here but even the guys who great play great here will have times when Augusta National gets them especially um, with that first so like, the first day conditions it wiped out a bunch of dudes you know, and I, you know, Phil has made like 26 cuts 
He played but great this week. Right, but he's missed four he's missed the cut like four or five times here. And yeah. a couple times he missed it badly. It's mm-hmm. just you know, Tiger's missed cuts here. It's right. just you're gonna have it. Yeah, I mean DJ, I just don't know what happened. They were uh he just he, when, he, he just he just wasn't sharp. Yeah, he you just know? wasn't he hitting just it just straight. Sharp, and, but yeah. He got he got the bad uh end of the uh of the um uh, you know, of the draw. I uh, just, the one that mystifies me is Cantley. Yeah. I'd say him and Berger, actually. I think Berger mystifies me to some extent. I yeah. Mean, Cantley was Cantlay terrible. Cantley was just way off all week. Um, and this was yeah. a guy who, remember, he was in the lead in 2019. Yep. With, uh, with three holes to go. Yep. Um, yeah. Cantley. I mean, Cantley doesn't typically have weeks like that. Um, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I'm going to chalk tough. it up as just a bad week. It just happens. It just, it I'm happens, checking. It happens. I think Brooks is hurt. DJ and Cantley had bad weeks. Berger had a bad Hell, week. Hell, I mean, remember um, Tiger had a week where he, at, uh, um, at Firestone, where he finished second to last and he was, I believe, 30 shots behind the leader. Wow. Um. You know, in the middle of sort of his swing changes, right? Yeah. Like, it happens. Right. Speaking of swing changes, Rory McIlroy. Woo! In the wilderness. It's it's just... just... Um, I mean, it's going to take some time. Man. I mean, I think it's clear that that there's a few little gremlins in there that... And I think it's starting to also get to his head a little bit. Yeah. Um, You know... I mean, I, 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 I believe in him. I think he's going to come back. But, you know, I, it, it'll be interesting. You know what? The PGA will be interesting because he oh, won he's not going to do anything in the PGA. Remember, he's he won not. the PGA there. I, right? I know. Kiwa. And so he's not going to do it. He's got good history there. I, you're going to pick him again. You, you have no, 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 to no, no, give no, no, up. No, no. no you're going to have him. to. I'm not going to You're going to pick him. You're going to pick him. No, I'm not going to pick him. Oh, because you're picking Fowler. Oh, right. Yeah, there you go. You're picking um, Lexi Thompson. <laughs> oh, you could. Oh, there. Oh, I would you love could. if Lexi won. Um, she could. She'd probably beat Rory's ass right now. I mean, the only reason I bring it up is because sometimes you get to a place where you got good history and it can reset your game. Maybe. I always felt like that at the uh, men are on the lake putt putt. Like if I was getting <laughs> a little rusty, I get back on that course. Knock out a minus three. There was a course near um, near Granville um, that I always that I had had good history on all the way back to when I was first learning the game, and I always knew that when I played out there, that I was going to have a good day. And I think, and at the time, we had set our team set like a state high school record for lowest eighteen hole score as a team. Jeez. Um, out there once because I think we were like a collective six under or something like that one day. Um, yeah. 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 It was, it was you, Webb Simpson, Ricky Fowler. Yeah. That, that was yeah. a great team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kevin, Na. Kevin, Na was on that team. God, yeah. you met, it's maybe the greatest high school team of all time. I mean, really yeah, good. It was, it was. And what they yeah. don't know is you were the number one, number one golfer on the team. I know. Isn't that crazy? I know. That it's is so crazy. crazy. What, what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to 
I'm actually going to give some. Com- I'm, I'm I'm not in a great mood today. Everyone can probably tell. Can't possibly I good, think of any reason why you'd be in a bad mood. Yeah. Um, I'm going to compliment the CBS coverage because oh, I have written wow. Nance. Okay. Okay. We know we know that Jim Nance stinks, and watching Terry Gannon kick butt at the end inspiration <laughs> makes me hate Jim Nance more. Because I'm like, yeah, there's there's a guy doing a great job, and uh, Jim Nance. Oh, and that so. So screw him. That because a lot of times people go, well, who can do it better? Well, I got one, Terry Gannon. Okay, so <laughs> shut up, emailers, you freaking morons. Anyway, um, so I'd say with CBS coverage, the uh, uh, I like I like Vern Lundquist, I like Dottie Pepper, I like uh, Amanda Balionis. Uh, the rest of them are kind of lame or stink or just boring on there. Um. Cause especially because I don't think they give Justin Leonard enough. I would like to see Justin Leonard there, but during Masters Week, they all just capitulate to Rick to Nick to Rick Faldo, Nick Faldo, and that's great because this it's it's so cool to have a guy who knows the course this well and succeeded so well on the course. I could listen to him talk on the course all day. So if they didn't know anything, they just go, "Okay, Nick, what do you think?" And it was great. It was like, shut up and let this guy talk. And I, I, I want to see more of that, you know? I mean, they did not NBC when Johnny Miller's there because they're all terrified of him. But, it, you know, I mean, what is the equivalent analogy of Nick Faldo talking to you about the Masters? That's about as good as it gets. He, uh, I, I, there are, in the, in the Twitter sphere, People feel a lot differently about Faldo than I think you and I do. Um, yep, because they're more. You and I have different. You guys, you and I have different opinions on Nance, but um, but Faldo is the one that I I'm willing to actually sort of go to the mat for. Yep. Um, because one of the things I like about Faldo was that he shows a side of himself uh, in the in the broadcast in the booth that he never really did as a player. Right. Uh, if you had told me when he was a player that this guy was going to be a broadcaster, I was like, man, he just doesn't have that personality. It just doesn't. Um, but you know what? He he seems like he's genuinely having fun. Okay. Yes. Which, by the way, he you know he stopped playing at the Masters. Yep. Right. I, I there are guys older than him, considerably older than him, um, and that probably are not nearly as good at it as in still who are playing. Right. Um, and Faldo isn't playing, and he hasn't for a while. Right. Um, you know, so I, you know, he seems to genuinely enjoy what he's doing. He seems to genuinely enjoy the game. He seems mm-hmm. to really love sort of things like when a guy is going to, you know, um, start it out way right and sling it real hard to the left. And yep. he loves, you know, he loves showing you, hey, this putt's going to come really far out here. And he just, he, 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 he's kind of like a kid in those sorts of ways. And I love that. He doesn't really take it super seriously. He's um, anti Azinger who doesn't he's seem willing like he's to make having a mistake. any fun. Right. He's yeah. willing to make a mistake. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't really care. Uh, I like that about him. He has fun doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so it brings a little bit of levity to the broadcast. Um, I thought Dottie Pepper was fantastic this week. Dottie Pepper is freaking um, awesome. She's oh, really geez. good. Um, and, she blows uh, away the other people. Oh, yeah, she's really, really good. Um, yeah, I, 
Um, Trevor, you know, Trevor brings now Trevor brings interesting insight considering he's won there. Yes, I mean, that guy's a Masters champ. Um, you know, but um, it doesn't feel like he ever brings it out much. So he never brings it, makes it you out. Wonder if he's just an accidental <laughs> champ, right? He just found himself at the, uh, you know, I, I, the, I mean, it's he's kind of like the anti Ian Baker Finch who cannot wait to bring out yes. every time that he's he did something, um, right? Which gets a little annoying. You talk um, about no insights, Baker Finch. Oh my God, that guy! I, what, you know, I, I look. I, I, I've, I've softened my stance on Spieth. I like Spieth. Okay, I, I'm starting to appreciate parts of Spieth's game I didn't appreciate before. But mm-hmm. man, Ian Baker Finch just is pulling for Spieth every no, that, single. Oh, it's every getting, week he does. No, it's it's insane. Yeah, he um, really. Yeah, I mean the the one criticism I I think I have is at Augusta National itself. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, I I'm I'm okay if you start the broadcast a little later on Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday, but to be frank, I'd prefer if you allow me to see the full rounds of like the last five groups. Right. Um, there have been times in recent history. We haven't even seen the leaders tee off on one. That's inexcusable. Yes. Um, well, that, that used to be the way. Right. It's inexcusable now. Yeah. Because um, it used to be just uh, 12 to 3 Pacific or 3 to 6. I mean, they wouldn't budge. It's the, the guys. But the first and second round feel like they should be expanded coverage because. It's terrible. The, you know, the first day there was 10, 12 guys who were big name guys who were already off the course by the time the, the broadcast started. It's ridiculous. Um, it, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, it's Augusta National. They're going to piss you off. They have a great course. Yeah, I, to be fair, I mean, Costas pointed out before, it costs a lot, and it's really difficult to have long coverage of, of a lot of guys, right? Um, what does but, that have to do with me, Mark? <laughs> but, you know, remember, Augusta had shot, had video of every single shot that was hit this week. Right. You know, so that wasn't cl- that clearly wasn't the issue. Um, yeah, you know, it's just Augusta wants to be able to control the messaging, and I get it, and I get that that's why you, you guys keep re-upping, but um, I don't know. <sighs> it's stupid. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about my uh, my bets. See how they no. do because because I know. Listen, every I won the, I won the hole in one bet. I said there'd be a hole in one this week. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, because we know every prediction, every dumb talk show guy, and every I'm grumpy today. Uh, every every prediction article, they they don't say how they do. We always say it. Colin Coward. Yep. Uh, I picked Jordan Speed to win. Pretty you good did pick. Well I didn't that. It was a good pick. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get it, but I didn't win. So I I go to the betting window. I go, what do you think of the pick? And they'll be like, here's zero dollars. <laughs> right. So here please please move out of the way for the gentleman who did who did yeah yeah the guy who picked hideki um you could wipe your ass with that betting slip that's about the use of it so i lost that um highest 18 hole score i had over 84.5 i didn't get it what was the highest score Larry Mize, eighty-four. Let me down. Hey, and, Larry. And by the and by the way, I'm never doing this bet again because I don't want to cheer for guys to get eighty-six. I guess the native. Yep. 
Uh, I had, I said the lowest score would be under 65.5. Still didn't get Boy, it. I played hard this week. Yeah, Hideki and Rose, 65. Um, I saw there'd be more than 16.5 golfers under par. I got that. That was the only one I got. How many were there? Was, uh, 20. Okay. Top Asian, I had C. Woo Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who's the top Asian this yeah, week. Yeah, I didn't win that one. This okay. This is the one that pisses me off. This is the one that I can't believe. I I, I gave you two bets on the top debutante time first timer. I had Scheffler an answer. It was Zalatoris. That's 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 my dude. And then I top 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 British guy Paul Casey. I think a good bet. Rose just played out of his mind. So. I, I would just give you no reason coming into this event yeah, that he was a good bet. I should have gotten that. Um, eight, yeah. So if I bet a hundred each, eight hundred, I would have gotten uh, two fifty. Mm. So that's that's okay. crappy. Yeah. Well, that's no, that's crappy. That's crappy. I, I lost five hundred fifty dollars. So I did crappy, and then we did the tiers. Remember the ah, tiers? Yes, I'm intrigued by the tiers. Tier one through ten. I did Webb Simpson. He did a T12. He'd all right. Xander T3. He won that tier. 11 through 20 world golf ranking. I had Brooks Kepka. He missed the cut. So that was great. Uh, you know who won that tier? Mm. 11 through 20? Finau T10. That tier did not do great. This has to be a good week for Finau, right? Yeah. It has to be considered a good week for Finau. Yeah. Tier three, 21 Again, through 30. Again, though, Fino might be an, expl- uh, an illustration of the coming to a place where you have good history and it gets setting mm-hmm. you straight. Yep. I think this, if he wins one, it's here. Um, I had Usace in 21 through 30. Uh, he was T26. Um, Hideki was a <laughs> one. <laughs> he won the thing. And tier four, I, I had... I'd said everyone, everyone's going to get Spieth. And I was right. Spieth won that tier, 31 right. through 40. Uh, tier five, I had Will Zalatoris. And the guy oh, who won that tier wow. was Will Zalatoris. Wow, well done. This is this is the tricky one. I had Jason Day in tier six. He was awful. The, the guys who were not in the top 50. You know who won yeah. that tier? Non-top yeah. uh, 50? Take a guess. Um... Trying to think of who was part of the part of the story there at the end. Former um, major champion. Former major champion. If I I could do one clue about that major that would uh uh would give it sure. away. Sure. Sure. Most unpopular win in the history of majors. <laughs> really? Yep. Um nobody wanted this guy to win uh, at all. Wait. Who who is it? Stuart Sink. Ah, Stuart Sink. I was like, well, it can't be Patrick Reed, right? No, um, no. I really think the, yeah. that I would think of all the majors ever, no one was cheering like no one was getting more like I, I had nothing with Stuart Sink. I just thought he was a boring, pretty golfer. I wanted him to hit every damn shot in the water. I was just oh it's not I mean, he, he was also, done. you know, going against uh Tom Watson. That's the whole thing. It was Tom Watson. That was the yeah. whole. That was unfair. But um, so do you have any more thoughts on the Masters? And we'll, we'll do quick, super quick previews. 
man, I, I, I already miss it. Um, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I already missed the Masters. I, oh. Do you think this was a good Masters? I do. I, I don't think it was a great Masters. I think it was a good Masters. I think Hideki winning was cool. I thought the Sunday was intriguing, but maybe not the best golf. I thought the first day kind of hurt the field a bit, but uh, I was intrigued throughout. I thought the course was amazing. The course is just so good. It's it's hard for me to think there's going to be a bad Masters. Uh, the course is a lesson in how to set up a major championship. I mean, it's just, they just all, that and the, the TPC San Francisco for the two, 2020 PGA Championship. If they could just be like that, mm-hmm. it would it'd be wonderful. You know, you're never going to get the 2020 PGA Championship, but, you know, this was, it's every hole's interesting in the Masters. It's they're they're great. You know the holes. They have character. They have risk reward. There's no gimmicky crap in these holes. It's just really great. You there? Yeah. No, I'm okay. here. I thought I was. No, I to let you. Yeah. No, I have nothing to say after that. <laughs> See, that's when you come in. See, I do this dramatic pause, and and that's when you come in seamlessly. With your you think tech. this was the chemistry we built over, but even after episodes. two years, you, you're clearly <laughs> sipping a beer. I mean, put the beer down for two seconds. A high level professional check. Yeah, and that's why I spent thirty minutes editing out. You, you're smacking your lips from the beer. <laughs> I can understand if the ratings are down. Uh, let me just say that mm-hmm. I can understand if the ratings are down. I mean, I think from a rating standpoint, it you know there were some negatives, so to speak, right? If yep. you're looking at this just from a network standpoint, yeah, um, absolutely. But uh, you know, I mean, the one the one thing I wish was maybe a little bit different was I, I mm-hmm. do wish we had a little bit more of a fight from the top fifteen. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was the, that I, was the weakest. I, I was part. surprised. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised that nobody. You know, look, it's not like they weren't trying. Of course, they're all trying, right? It's just I'm surprised nobody really caught fire, so to speak, back there. Or they'd catch or they'd catch fire and then just poop on a hole, basically. I mean, I, you know, I I thought somebody would catch fire in the back, right? I thought somebody would, um, you know, get the 13, 14, 15 swing and come to 16, you know, minus three, minus four already on the back. You know, um, the the problem was was that the problem was that Rom was even at the start of the day because he's the guy that tore it up on the back. He was too far back. I mean, I you know you knew coming in that you had to be that really. I I thought that the guys at three under were at the outer limits, right? Basically, of of where you could be. I you know Spieth, um, one of the guys who was it was it um Gary Williams maybe on on PGA Mm -hmm. Tour Radio. Mm-hmm. You know, at the beginning of the fourth round, he had predicted Spieth would shoot 65 and win. And I thought, man, he's coming. He's coming from a long way back. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I you know, I not mean, that he didn't have a chance, but it was just like, you know. Plus, you're you're expecting the guy to shoot 65 on Sunday lot. at Augusta. You had a man. pretty good Sunday. You shot a 70. That's not too bad. Well, that's exactly it, right? You had a pretty good Sunday, and he shot 70, not 65. It's a tough, that's a tough course, man. A tough like, ask. Even with those par fives, it's a tough course. Um, 
and you know, I, so, how, you know. how many how many good golfers were bogeying and double bogeying par fives this week? That's one of the reasons I like the par fives. I was surprised by I was surprised. It felt like there were more of that this week. Oh um, yeah, there was. That's why it's there such were a lot of guys who didn't take advantage of thirteen. Yep, a lot of guys who didn't take advantage of thirteen this week. Fifteen, I get. Thirteen mm-hmm. feels like one you should probably take advantage. That green though is really hard for those guys to putt. They don't like putting that green. They're terrified of that green. That's the problem. They're, and and you know what? Those guys are terrified of twelve. Oh my yeah. goodness, those guys are terrified of twelve. <laughs> yeah, they keep. They're everywhere. They're oh yeah. It's weird. It's like you either they go way too far right. Or they they go so far they'll even if they're flag hunting they they just end up going left anyway. It, I, you know it's funny. I think ten and eleven are two of the hardest holes I've ever seen. Yeah, and they don't seem at all phased by ten or eleven, but they get to twelve and it's and it's the wind, right? The wind up yeah. above, you know, just yeah. drives them bat, batty, absolutely batty. And then if you get just a little bit over the green, I saw guys, I saw guys pull five and sixes from over the green. Yeah, look um, how much those guys talk to their caddies for that hole. That's all you got to know. Like it, terrified it's of that hole. brutal. Just terrifying. it's a it's an awesome hole in a, in a course full of awesome holes. It's just yeah. it's a that's that might be a top three for me. I love that hole. Um, it's weird. It's almost like the island hole in a weird way. Uh, Is that your favorite hole out there? 12? That's one. Ah, uh, that's tough though. You know, I tell you that uh, I love the par fives on this course. I think they're amazing. Oh, they're I think great. these are the best par fives in the world. Um, and I'm not a big par five guy, but these are these are great. Yeah. You got to earn it here. I mean, they're, they're tough holes. So, uh, well, there you go. That was great. That was a great recap done by people that watch golf every week. So you actually learned something this I week. Hope you did. Yeah. If you didn't. That's not our problem. That's your it's problem. Your damn you weren't fault. paying attention. Do you think we should have quizzes at the end of this or post them on? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what mood was Chuck in during this podcast? Just hey, wanted... truculent. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love when, when your friends listen to it and you're like, he's like, that Chuck's not a, wow. He's, he's something else, isn't he? Yeah, he's something. <laughs> he's kind of a, and you're like, it is like, is that like a character? And you're like, no, he's 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 really like that. He's he's a myth, misanthrope. Um, okay, I'm gonna hit these quick. R- RBC Heritage. Um, this field surprisingly good. Yeah, surprisingly uh, good. Answer: Cantlay, Burger, Casey, Connors, Fitzpatrick, Fleetwood, Hatton, DJ. Harmon. Yeah, I was getting there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Porschel, Sunjay, DJ, because I like to say Sunjay and DJ after each other. <laughs> Lowry, Simpson, Kevin Na, that's for you. Cameron Smith, Salatoris, Morikawa. That's a that's an above average. That's a non major meaty w. field. Yeah. yeah, that's that's some meat to the bone there. Yeah, and um, I think so a lot go, of it has to do with Kiowa coming up in a few. Yeah, months. I think yeah. so. Uh, from the D-bag list, uh, we don't have Reed or Bryson, but we do have Orwenski, um, Sabatini, and Piercy. So they'll be playing. Sabatini's a regular here. Yeah. 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 And he's a D-bag. 
People, I'm getting people like the D bag update. Like I've which seen ones him throw a fit here. I saw him throw oh, a fit here on 18. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's his Slovakian temper. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, which one of these golfers is playing in this tournament? Hunter Mahan or Boo Weekly? Hunter Mahan or Boo Weekly? This is my favorite game of the week. You know what? Hunter Hunter's Mayhem. been playing more lately. I'm going to say Hunter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Hunter's been playing more, yeah. Yep. Not playing well, but playing more. <laughs> Man, um, he was good back in the day, too. He was great. He was great. Right. He was in the golf. He was in the golf boys. Yeah. So let's just get to this. As you know, Mark, prediction segment is sponsored by Hostess Cupcakes. Hostess Cupcakes, the taste never stops. <laughs> Buy one now. And tell them the stinger sent you. Um, Put it in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. And by the way, I know a lot of people are asking, uh, the Masters, my the Chuck Stevenson Masters scene will be done next week. I have the lyrical concept. I have the musical you have no style. idea how excited I am for this. Yeah. Is it going to have a guitar solo? Yeah, of course it's going to have a guitar solo. Are you kidding? This is fantastic. Are you I kidding? Mike Stone in the Mike Stone style. I'm so right. excited for this. This is going to be right. great. Oh. Yeah. And you guess what? I'm going to play all the instruments and record it and sing it. It's going to be like Prince doing the master's theme. <laughs> that would be the greatest. Well, Prince doing anything is the greatest thing ever, but Prince doing the master's theme. My God, wow. he would make it great. Okay. I'm picking, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Or are you still deciding? <laughs> no. Uh, Charles okay. Howell the third. Okay. Go. Sorry. Uh, For old time yeah, listeners, good. you'll he's, love that. That'll be the anchor match. Um, was that the that was the pre-pandemic the one just for the pandemic podcast? Ah, uh, boy, was it? Maybe that was Maybe. fifty pounds ago for me, friends. Oh wow, look at you! Yeah, you bet. Um, um so I, uh, who do you, who you know? Do you got? I really, really love Brian Harmon this week. That's who I have. What hey. the? What the hell? Let's do it. Let's write them together. Okay. Ryan Unbelievable. Brian I love him. Unbelievable. Love him. Love him. Let me t- he's made 15 out of 16 cuts this year. He was great at the Masters, match play, and players championship. He's a guy. Here's, here's my psychological element. He is too angry to let the burnout from the Masters get to him. And being angry worked with my last pick that I got the Horschel pick. So Guy, intense dude who can survive the post-major funk, playing great. What can you say? Great pick. I'd love to make fun of your pick, but that would be (laughs) self-flagellation. Great pick, Chuck. Yeah, thank you. Who are you picking? This is one of those events that I think you lean Carolina and Georgia guys. Um, There you go. It's just just a different way of playing there. And... um, you know, it, it's funny because everybody in the world is picking Webb. Um, and I trust me, I understand why. I, it feels like Webb should have won this tournament 20 times. 
Um, yep. And, you know, I get it. But no, I love Harmon this week. Uh, this It feels like it's been building towards something like this. Um, He's you been know, although awesome. look, there are really good players in this field that can win. Obviously, Zalatoris yeah, could build off, you know, what right. he did last week. Um, good Morikawa could show up. I, th- I I I think at some point we're going to get a breakthrough Cameron Smith win. Um, yeah, he's been great. He for was a long a, time too. He's he was a top three possibility. I, I I um he was one of the other guys I was considering. Yeah, I mean I you know and who knows DJ might be motivated. You know it's his home home state. Um, Corey Connors keeps playing great. That guy's Corey been kicking Connors butt. was on my radar. Um, yeah, yeah, he's golden flash. Can we can we get that started? Can, like the golden bear? Mm. Can we can we get the golden flash started for him? Or would Mackenzie Hughes have a problem with that? I don't know. But uh, is he the is he the the one Kent State guy, or is it Mackenzie Hughes? The they both yeah, are Kent State. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. I think they're on um, the team together. Wow, jeez. I'm assuming they won yeah, the match Kent that State year. Is a, yeah, Kent State is a quiet power. Yeah, I know that that they're in a good spot. They're they're Boise State in football. Yeah. Are they better in Ohio State? Are they one of those types? I think they are. I mean, they've yeah, got they more. Be, yeah. They've got more success professionally. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ohio. God, was the last Ohio State guy was John Cook. Um, Ryan Armour. Um, oh yeah, Ryan Armour. Okay, sorry. But, Sorry, but, Ryan. But I mean, but Ohio State, man, come on. Yeah, Ohio State should be much better than that. I know. They're, for a long time, the 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 coach wasn't had certain ideas about recruiting. Um, oh, okay. Won't go, won't go into that. But got it, got it. I got it, got it. Old school. Right. Got it. Um. Yep, and then uh, the LPGA event. He pronounce it latte, L O T T E, latte. It's in Oahu. Uh, lote, the chibalote. Chibalote. Um, yeah. That's got a great feel, though. No, no Tavictanicit, which is a little disappointing. Like see her after. Um, uh, let me just give you the picks for this. I'm picking MB Park, and Mark's picking Lexi Thompson. So it's just, you know, just I. I that's what's going on. I, sure. I don't pick the same golfer every time Mark does. Um, well, Ricky's not playing this week, so. Yeah, that's true. When's Rick uh, going to play again, by the way? Uh, when he's not drunk at a National Predators game. Oh, so you saw the picture. Good. I'm glad, yeah, I'm I, did, glad yeah, you saw so the I didn't reply. No. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I, it, it's, it, it's just... I don't know. No. I, don't, I don't know what it is about. Well, it's funny because it's a unique picture because there are guys having fun, and then there's um, Ricky and Allison in the in the corner, just, just, just not looking like they're yeah. having any fun. Yeah, Ricky's probably oh. hammered. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, yeah. I've been hoping he gets back on track. It doesn't look too good right now, but um, and then um, quick question. Who gets okay. on back on track quicker, Rory or Ricky? Rory. Which which of Mark's fanboys gets Rory. back on track? Quicker? I think Rory will in three four months will be back on track. This is a part of me that thinks that Ricky's closer. Part of me that thinks Ricky might be done. So whoa, 
<laughs> I think Ricky's closer. Just, just, just a gut feeling. And then my last thing, and this might be discussion sometime. What happened to the European tour? This Austrian golf open field. I know the Masters was last week, but oh my god! And you know the biggest problem with this field. What's the biggest problem with this field? That what's the I the. What's the one thing that, like, even the field wasn't great, I'd go, if it had this guy, then I'd be watching. Come on. You know this. Um, Bezadenhut? Victor Dibbyside. Come on. Come on. Come on. That guy's the You're a fan. Yeah, you are a fan. Who isn't a fan? He's a total nutcase. I love it. You know, here's what happened to to the European tour. Um... The European tour was killed by the change in the Ryder Cup qualifying rule. Yeah, that's um, true. To allow the guys who play more in the United States to still qualify for Ryder Cup right. points, it, it totally killed the European tour. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't even, I mean, seriously, compared to the Corn Ferry, Corn Ferry might be better. I hate point. to say this because I love the European tour, but right I now do. it's a second class tour. Yeah, it is. Um, it's not very good. And unfortunately, that I think that I, I is that at Crown Sirsier or is that somewhere else? Because I one of the because one of the courses, the mountain courses up in Austria or in Switzerland, I think maybe mm-hmm. Switzerland is the one I'm thinking of. Um, it you know it it's <laughs> I. I I heard Faraday talk this week about how that was easy, easily the easiest course that he's ever played in, in, in his life. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Diamond Country um, Club in Atzenbrug. Oh, I don't know much it. about that. Yeah. Tell but, us about you know, the course, it, Mark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's the easiest course uh, Faraday ever played. That's amazing. Um, well, where is it and when can I play? Um, there you go. Yeah, it's it's painful. No Dibby son, then forget it. That's a shame. I mean, it's a shame yeah. that that the European tour is at that place. But you know, that's... well, you got you got a very good field in the RBC. Very good field LPGA this week. You're you're in good shape. You, you shouldn't be hurting for golf. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you've got a, a short time between majors right now. Yeah. You know, you got basically a month between. The two majors, so they're probably going to stay stateside if they can. Yeah, no, this is this is going to be some good stuff coming up. Except for next week, the Zurichs will be terrible. So we. we... By the way, though, if the if the wind starts kicking up, Kiowa is going to be a bloodbath. Good, that'll be fun. I'll actually cheer for that. Um, the Stinger Podcast at Gmail dot com. If you guys have any gimmicky ideas, because next week's the Zurich. And <laughs> I am so excited for Zurich week. Okay, here's the thing about you think I was in a you think I was testy this week? Wait till next week. It's just gonna be sarcasm. I'll prepare like I always do. But a lot of it's gonna be sarcasm. And I love golf. That's why I do a stinking podcast. Oh, you're right. You're right. I forgot. (laughs) Yeah, you don't like golf. But you know, this this is terrible. This is a terrible tournament. They, you, you got two good tournaments coming up, though, this week. Do, do, nothing to complain about. So shut up, whatever you are. All right. So, oh, I got I to gotta put up all of our 
are freaking uh okay i'm gonna be positive about this like are, yeah no but everything i'm gonna just say you know apple podcast spotify google podcast stitcher iHeartRadio. radio love them podcast addict i'm an addict pod chaser pocket cast listen notes player fm boy i love that app player fm love it um i love it as much as d Teaser me, you gotta teaser you, you gotta teaser everybody in this world. Let's go, pound the people, y'all. Good. That's how you tell me you're not excited for the new Masters theme. I tell you what, yeah, it's it's gonna be like that, but better. But yeah, big thanks to the people that put our podcast up. They're great. The world's great. Mark's great. I'm great. I have a great wife. Great kids. Pretty good job. Let's not go great there. You got to pay me more money. <laughs> Should have shares in the company anyway. Um, but there you go. Uh, so thank you for listening. Hope you had fun. Uh, so for the Stinger Podcast, I'm Chuck. And I'm Mark. Okay, see I'll see you later. The Stinger!